I V M. Welcome to another episode of the Geek Food Podcast. Today it's just Jishnu and I. What's up, man? Oh, <laughs> when you say when you put it like that, what? Why? I don't know. That's not a bad thing. No, it's, it's cool. Not. It's a it's a OG episode. I'm just used to a slightly longer lead-in. Oh no no no! Like well, some build-up of anticipation before it's revealed. Well, because I think that's what everybody cares about, right? And that's I what think, everybody's thinking about. And I think that's we don't care what, what they say. We care who says it. No, no, no. no. Uh, but uh, having said that, though, this is a is a good jumping off point for our episode today, which is that if you think a story cannot be told in one single installment, then perhaps it needs more. That's uh, we're basically going to be talking about whether sequels are necessary. I think we'll try and focus. I mean, there are lots of TV shows that obviously require multiple seasons to kind of flesh out a complete arc of a story or a character or or several of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but movies. Mm-hmm. independent of everything else yeah. are now being made into franchises just because so we're taking a break from the bunch of reviews we've been doing and will continue to do because if you think about it the last several couple of shows we've done have been talking about either the second season off or the second film off or the 18th movie off yeah. or whatever it may be and that will continue to be like so there's going to be an incredible two coming out we just talked about Jurassic World 2 we talked about Uh, we will have Ant-Man coming up. We did talk about Solo. We did talk about Infinity War. All of these things are based on pre-existing stories that have now been extrapolated onto the nth degree. Yes. So it's it, and I think it happens. At, at, we've averaged it at like mm. once a year. Have we not? We've had this episode where we've talked about like why the hell are we still doing? Correct. You know, But continuations. So have we of, not reviewed a single film this year which is not a sequel? That's a great question is, is to it, which I don't have the brain capacity for. Okay, cool. I don't know. Will, Probably will, not. If we have, it's a rare one. And a rare good one. Well, Bhavesh yeah. Joshi superhero is hey, definitely on that list. There you go. There you go. All right, cool. So we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about sequels and and whether they're they're super necessary. There's a very easy answer there, you know, right at the top of everybody's mind saying that yes, we, we always want to see a character return or you know, a familiar yep. world return. Uh but there is a benefit in seeing newer stories is because they don't hark back to like the same kind of values and ideas that people like. I think right now Star Wars is a perfectly good example of that, right? Like people didn't you know think that the force awakens straight too far from its source material at the same time when the last jedi released it's it's so far from what they kind of imagined that they hated it and now we're right. in the midst of like hating star wars all over again it's like almost yep. the prequels are back right yep. and because of that i think uh, i i also think that this is just going to get worse and worse as more f- films come out like you know it's because this series has gone on for too long last week we you know we reviewed jurassic world mm-hmm. and we both kind of came to the conclusion that maybe jurassic world should Should also come to one, you know. So, <laughs> yep. so, so maybe is there such a thing as going on for like we- well past something that you truly love? It's like what Nolan said, you know. It's yeah, like, no, totally. Yeah, you either die too much of a good thing, yeah, or you know, absolutely. live long there's, enough there's to see. To- there's totally too much of a good thing. Having, but I'm saying, and just to make this mm-hmm. answer not as simple as it seems, right. which is that we have something like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and yes, there is a bit of fatigue that is built into it. But the but 18th movie did make over a billion. Correct. Yeah. It's two billion now. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, there is a thing that you know, if you play your cards right, if you 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 kind of. take the formula and you change it up a bit and you make it slightly different we're open to seeing more from that same universe if not the same characters sure yeah so how do we now reconcile both of these things like 
Don't I you think, feel that, yeah. uh, you know, Spielberg himself said recently, or maybe last year, he said, you know, superhero films are going to go the way of the Western, right? Yep. And a good indicator of that is when you start seeing spoofs and satires of the same genre, which we are seeing, but mm-hmm. those are also ingrained into the films. Like, if you take a Deadpool, Deadpool is a is a satire, right? The, right. the, the character itself was supposed to be like a spoof of another character when it began. Mm-hmm. And so we have that movie, but we're also at Deadpool 2 now. So that also yeah. has a sequel. So do you think that uh, this is where... So where we are at Is we're well past the You think we're past The golden age Of, of superhero Yeah Or are we yes. in it No 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 we, We've What is the golden age It of hangs It hangs It hangs on <laughs> It hangs on uh, The 2019 End to phase 3 Really you I think, think I think it hangs it? on that Because what's gonna happen is What's pretty much happened With Star Wars Is um, Everybody and their mom Up until Infinity War Yeah Had to be on Had to piggyback With the MCU because it was just way too big for you to um, give it a really solid enough pushback argument for to say why you're not invested in it. Right. Because if you're not invested in the MCU at this point, even if you're not like a big nerd like we are, even if you don't care about comics anywhere as much as we do, you have to know who the characters are and you have to know like the main story hits. Otherwise, you have no friends at the playground. (laughs) You have no friends at the playground. You know what I mean? Like everybody's talking about it. But now with what Infinity was trying to do, which we love... We know that it's going to be so ridiculously weird and so trying for the audi- for the audience to yeah. try and keep up that yeah. I fully expect it to have a lot of pushback, much like The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, and that's when I think people will either call it quits or go all in. And I think we are going to go all in on it because we've come too far to, go- to call it quits. Correct. But I think that that's where people can say, okay, I've done the superhero thing. I never cared that much to begin with. It was fun. But now, uh, clearly, I need to do homework before I see these movies, and I don't want to do that. I think people are seeing them without the homework. Also, there was people that, are, but I think it's now. Now you're going to need to do the homework. Now the requ- <laughs> now the reading is required. There was that Vanity Fair article on Hollywood Reporter. I can't remember who it was. Uh, that uh, they sent in a journalist who had not seen any Marvel movies ever, right. and they sent her into yeah. Infinity War just directly. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And it was <laughs> so funny. Oh my god! Exactly. It was just hilarious. <laughs> because that's the thing. When now when you're in, I've said this so many times. When you're this far into the the TV season, which is what the movie is at yeah. this point, you can't expect to enjoy it as much as the guy who's seen all the previous episodes. You can't walk in on episode seven. Yeah, nobody's expecting people to enjoy it as much. I mean, like there's payoffs for us that, you know, people won't get maybe if they haven't seen all the other ones. Yeah. But is it like, so what we're saying is that, but is it still, uh, you know, reached a point where people are just... Fed up of it, like because clearly the movie is making money, right? See, like okay, so, people look, are watching it regardless. Look at it this way: forget yeah. forget the movie in terms of how the movie is made as a film, and you know, beginning middle end. Forget yeah. that. Forget that. Just look at the fact that it's a comic book movie based on comic books, right? Now, a lot of times when you adapt a book of any kind—literature, play, comic book, whatever it is—people always say it's not as good as the comic, or not as good as the source material, mainly because. Lack of detail or lack of being able to extrapolate those specific things, which yeah. on a page with hundreds of words on it, you can't quite do in just one single frame or Correct. within a two-hour time limit. Right Now, what they have done successfully, which is, I think, why it's working brilliantly, is because what they have superseded, which other literary sources like traditional books and plays can't do, is what comics have, is the fact that you can pick up a comic on issue 75 of 500, let's yeah. say, and yeah, you'll be a little lost, but that story is insular enough that it satisfies you and that yeah. you can read that without having an introduction to people as much as you'd like, but still follow it enough. Okay. And then know full well 
that there is backstory for you to dig into if you wish to. And you can also jump ahead if you want to or find another variant of this guy in another run or whatever. Right. And you know what you're getting into. Now, films don't have that. That concept doesn't exist in film. A previously on? I mean, like no, a not, t- not, television. Not a, previ- not, a, not a previously on. I just mean the fact that when somebody suggests something to you, somebody says, I want you to watch Batman, the TV show, okay? Or Batman film, whatever it is. Yeah. You might say, I want you to watch this series. I want you to watch this film iteration of it. Yeah. But you're not going to tell somebody to watch season two Episode 5, if yeah. they're going to start at the, of, you know, of the animated series. But you're, you're not going to tell them it, to start on Dark Knight Rises. Aren't you thinking of it? Th- yeah, but you're thinking of it in, in like different... Like you'll take either the Tim Burton Batmans together or you'll take the exactly. Joe Schumacher Batmans exactly. together. Exactly, so you consume it as such, right? So now the thing is with where Phase 4 is going to begin. Right. You know that shit, shit's going to get really crazy, right? So now it's going to be an incredibly Herculean feat, which they've done before, I think. They've yeah. managed to like pull off some insane stunts previously. But it's it's one hell of a Herculean feat to ask them to do a hard restart, give us a satisfying conclusion to one <laughs> hell of a messed up story, yeah, and also keep it accessible so that you can just jump in at the beginning of Phase 4, not having seen anything of Phase 3, and still want to see more without feeling alienated. Man, it's going to feel... It was hard enough for people to get into Infinity War, yeah. I want to say. Right? Yeah, it was. But to get into the Infinity War sequel, yeah, like, right? <laughs> that's even like crazier. But I think it's it's the same as telling people... I mean, I guess Harry Potter did the same thing, man. They did eight movies. And yeah, people but, nobody's, still, but nobody's going to jump in on movie 5 expecting to feel as satisfied as somebody that's watched yeah, one, two, I don't three, think four. people are expecting that much right. they're gonna go in and be like oh colourful yeah. things right and so effects. I mean if they're, if they're doing that which I'm sure I mean there are people doing that yeah. but if you're doing that then you're you know you're setting your standards pretty low because you're not giving it it's fair enough time so that's on you that's more than anything else yeah, if so you I wanna think, do that I think the, the answer is clear as to are people going to watch these movies? Yeah, of course they're going to watch it. There's yeah. just diff- different levels of satisfaction from it. But, so I feel when if if the satisfaction isn't that great, what I'm getting at, what I'm ultimately getting at is that I think that's going to be a cause and a reason for other filmmakers and other content creators to do something like what Spielberg said is break away from the Western mold, break away from the superhero mold, and start something new, where in which we won't have sequels for a while at least because people don't know yet if people want that new whatever it is that new format mm. that new genre that new something but I think it's like it's more of a cultural thing also I mean like with you know say like Netflix or any of these things kind of now changing the way we consume it mm-hmm. everything is about like you know right. doing it in you know chapters and stuff continue like watching question mark huh? yeah that's yeah exactly the last thing you'd and see I, yeah point, I know yeah. that's literally it yeah. and I think I, I think that's a good name for this episode also. <laughs> but no, apart from that, I think it's a cultural shift. Uh, we're going to take a short break right now. We'll come back and talk about uh, just like the way people watch and consume media. And I think it's I think that's determining how it's been a generational sh- shift and why maybe sequels are here to stay. Hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. It's the Geek Food Podcast. We're talking about sequel-itis and threequel-itis and prequel-itis and all of the other itises. But uh, so I was I was just thinking about the... Do you think that our generation is way smarter and way more 
involved in these films right like i i know you guys have done an episode about you know the fans who know too much you know about mm-hmm. how fans are so heavily invested and there's a lot about fan service that is happening in you know in these industries yeah. especially the ones that are are grateful for to fans for making them a thing at all you know right. because i wish you guys could see how high my eyebrows are raised because i'm i'm not sure what you mean by smart no so when i say that i mean like you know people are way more like in you know it's like take for example like take a step back mm-hmm. and just see how our generation has grown up right we grew up with things like now with like youtube and podcasting and things which what other people in previous generations would have to study in a college to kind of you know to learn the skills here we have kind of grown up just knowing it like we have just kind of known that hey it's easy you know once you democratize media and the way it's, yeah. it's captured like anybody can buy a dslr anybody can shoot a video from a phone right. and then from there on it's not a stretch to imagine that people can just learn editing and things like mm-hmm. that and because our generation is so like like strongly tied to media and the way things are created i think it's just made us far more accepting of like bigger stretches of the imagination why the mcu is still going strong at 18 films do you think it's probably because we're really up to the task to be able to follow it and we know the directors and we know the scripts and yeah. how it's done and yeah. but previous generations probably not as inclined to do it because it was not part of their lives right for right. them movies were entertainment i'm not saying it's not for us but it's like it's so ingrained oh, into no, totally. our lives you know what i mean totally. yeah so i think that's that's a reason why sequels are probably i mean why movies can take this leap of faith and say yes the audience we shouldn't treat them as you know we should treat them as really smart and you know like and and they'll follow with us you know they'll right. follow the fact that this thread or this joke about winter soldier's arm mm-hmm. and rocket wanting it i mean that's a long setup man for that joke if you think about right, it it's like yeah. it's about 2 3 movies more than the, yeah more, more in than. the making yeah. and it's one payoff that everyone can enjoy properly yeah. whether you've seen infinity or you've seen the or, or the others sure. but they enjoy it because people just are no they're long for the ride man mm-hmm. i just think that we are a far more like accepting kind of audience than maybe previous generations were which is why these stretches these long leaps of faith in cinema mm-hmm. are being like accepted now okay so my response to that is i don't think the 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 more accurate word is conditioned rather yeah. than smarter no i mean so you know what we I mean. are, yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah. so i think we're conditioned to consume more of this stuff yeah because like you said um perfect life example of this 5 year old niece and my 8 year old grandmother yeah. sitting across the table i said let's play monopoly but let's play it on the ipad because Correct. i don't have the patience to play monopoly <laughs> it goes really fast on the yeah, ipad so right fast, yeah. so i pull out the ipad 8 year old grandmother gets so flummoxed and is like nope screw this in 30 <laughs> seconds she bails 5 year old niece or maybe even younger than at the time i forget but she got it within minutes Nice. Because that's how, you know, touch technology works. You touch it, it does a thing. If it's it doesn't do a thing, touch tactile. the other thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, like it's pretty it's pretty intuitive, damn easy yeah. and intuitive. So, to that end, um our yeah, our generation are just used to having more options and just having more choice and more just more. Yeah. And uh I was watching I've been watching Band of Brothers, which by the way, yeah. totally non-sequitur. Cannot recommend more yeah. enough. Awesome. Um Who's it? Is Clint Eastwood? No, no it's uh, Spielberg and Tom Hanks. Oh, right, 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 correct, correct. It's, it's, it's that six-part series, right? Ten-part series. Ten-part series, Ten right, right. series. Yes, yeah, my second or third time watching it. Nice. I cannot recommend it enough. Anyway, um, but there's a great uh, moment in there. It's uh, it's about uh, World War II, the invasion of Normandy. Yeah. And uh, ten episodes following Easy Company, who are in the trenches and just 
horrible conditions for like six months. And a lot of that, a lot of the pain and suffering that went in the war in the in World War Two yeah. was the fact that these guys Obviously, it's a war. You kill people, people are shooting at you, all the bad stuff that comes with the war. But then there's so many hours of just waiting yeah. and doing nothing. Sitting there, waiting in the freezing cold, wondering, when am I going to leave? When am I going to die? When am I going to kill somebody? When is something going to happen that's going to change the fact that I'm sitting in the freezing cold waiting? Yeah. And that's something that, that's an experience which is very unique to the fact that these guys are in the war. But what I'm getting at is that back then, they were just used to that. They were yeah. like more prepared to deal with Doing nothing, nothing. <laughs> sitting with your own mind and thinking. Yeah, we when's have a, a, we're a more easy generation. We yes. don't. I don't even take a dump and without doing something. If I'm taking a dump, I'm on my phone. I'm so glad you completed the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We just. When's the last time you sat, did nothing, and thought? Man, you know, but I, I, just to that, I when I was a kid, and we used to have a magazine rack in the. In the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? And so you can You had a out, whole rack? Oh, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. That's cool. uh, you have Time Out magazine sure. and blah, 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 <laughs> and all that jazz. Uh, but at the rare moment when there wasn't a magazine in the rack because we hadn't, you know, put in new ones, yeah. I would uh, read the shampoo bottle. I mean, right, yeah, exactly. it, yeah. yes, of course. But I've I read so many shampoo bottles. Yeah, but that's just, I, I, you think that's just us, like, from that, even before the options were available to us, mm-hmm. which is like a YouTube or our phones or blah, 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 um, smartphone technology or whatever it is, we, we needed to read Then we need no, I don't to think read we, Yeah we weren't the only ones That needed to read I mean the, Does everyone do this? Or is it yes. only our generation? Oh my god no, 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 Everybody does Everybody does something To keep themselves no. occupied In the bathroom Really? Yes So that then can nobody be can just wait Badly but No one yeah. can just wait Like nobody, doing nothing Nobody You'll can just wait something But that's the thing You you decide You come up with You create something That's going to be entertaining for you Rather than Whoa. Like present to me a list and let me scroll through said list until I find something that I deem worthy, which somebody else has taken the effort to create for me. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah definitely. Like, a great line from a movie that I just wish, I can't remember which one it was, but it's a great line. <laughs> somebody said, man, when's the last time you played with a stick? When I was a kid, I just had a stick and that was fun. I yeah. never had more fun than when I just played with my damn stick. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right? Sounds like such a <laughs> Mad Damon Ben Affleck line. <laughs> yeah, but I don't yeah. know what it was. But that's my point. I mean, just, we are just more used to having plenty when it just comes to a story that never... You want the story to continue, yeah. there, will be, there will be more. So, now to contest the same point, which yeah. is that our generation is more conditioned and stuff like that. At the same time, you know, when we give everybody everything, they still don't know what to watch, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think uh, movies over television yeah. still have that reign over people. Like, you know, the fact that... I don't know if this is true, but this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if a movie series comes out, like an alien and stuff that is coming out, mm-hmm. like, you know, now it, they're completing like a prequel trilogy, which I'm super invested <laughs> in. I love sure, it so sure. much. But yeah, they'll put out anything, I'll watch it. Of course, I'll watch right. it. Yeah. But if it was done on television... I don't know if I would Only because yeah. there's so much more on television And you know We've just given this illusion of choice That here's everything right. But We recommend these So the recommendation system Is really what is kind of Getting people into watching Some other stuff But like I don't think people can watch Without having someone tell them What to do Which is why movies If the Marvel Cinematic Universe Or Star Wars Puts out another film and says, hey, this is the next one. People will watch it. Of course they'll watch it. They're not not going to watch it. That's another point that I want to raise. Well, I was also thinking about the fact that um, if you look at what the actors do for these films when they're not making the films, from what I, just as a layman consumer of movies, you feel like you see the actors all the time talking about their next movie. 
Yeah. Right? And so the press junkets have become the press larger. junket the press junket is the biggest Okay, so if you look at like late night talk shows, right? Yeah. What do they do? They talk about politics and they talk about the next thing that's coming out. Correct. That's it. That's it. Ends it. There. Yeah, yeah. They talk about stupid stuff in politics and they and occasionally there'll be a horrible tragedy which they have to then cry about. Yeah. And that I mean that's it. You know that's what <laughs> yeah, it is. That's so true. That is exactly what it is. It's yeah. either today's a funny day laughing at a terrible thing or a day where we appreciate the terrible thing. That's why the best ones, the best episodes are when uh, you can clearly tell when a guest is filling in for someone who cancelled because then <laughs> yeah. it's just about anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When there's, like, like they have nothing to talk about, they have nothing to sell, really. Yeah, that's why I used to love Craig Ferguson. He was the best, <laughs> man. His show was literally about nothing. But, but so, anyway. the, so you're constantly reminded about the fact that this thing is coming out. Or, yeah. you know, if basically, if you if you leave the Netflix queue for a second and you go onto YouTube, you're going to see yeah. a bunch of videos telling you about the Netflix queue. Yeah, that's true. Saying why you should go back to the Netflix queue. Or, you see, so that's just, just unlet, our YouTube algorithms are just yeah. terrible because we keep... It's by design. Yeah. Terrible, <laughs> terrible by design. Like, they know it's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so let's take a second and talk about uh, Shivank's email, which is Brief AF. It says, literally, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the trailer we... And then it cuts off. <laughs> There's nothing else in it. So I'm assuming that Shivank has gotten so used to mailing did us he that he it? just literally sends us captions. Did he make it bold or did is that your phone? No, he did make oh. it bold. He was like, Spider-Man, like, into the Spider-Man, the Taylor Wee. It looks like a headline. <laughs> it really looks like a headline on your yeah, phone. I like I, it. I want to say he, it's going to go into something. Can you guess what he was going to say? The Taylor Wee deserve? The Taylor Wee did not expect? We can, how about How about this? <laughs> Shivank, why don't you send us an email? <laughs> he has sent us week. several emails. Look no, at no, this. no, no. If you're setting it up like this, I want you to follow through. How about how about we ask him to respond next week with the next eight words? The next eight words. But I will tell you something that Shivank is prescient, and that's because he kind of preempted mm-hmm. what we were going to talk about today, which is he says, "Hey guys, views on Solo, a Star Wars story," and we did give them views, mm-hmm. which is on our previous episode. Do check it out. Um, personally, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't up to expectations. And this next sentence is really directed at today's episode, which is also solo in a TV show format. Better or worse? I don't know why you picked solo for a TV show format. Like a Rebels kind of, I guess. Uh, we talked about that, didn't we? On you, I was not on the yeah, episode. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel you like... You put my face on it. Thanks uh, yeah. for stealing that private was, image. Because I was easy. Janam. Yeah, I was like, I didn't steal shit. I just told she, her to, I told her to steal me, things. She asked me. I told her to steal things. And I was having a bad week. So I was like, the universe is crapping on me anyway. Let this be one of those things oh also. God. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we kind of we kind of touched on that topic. Because uh, what we mentioned in that episode was the fact that I really love all the TV and the things I've consumed in Star Wars. Right. Because uh, we've talked about this extensively before, the fact that Star Wars has 40 years worth of experience. Yeah. The Marvel Universe is making it up as they go. Um, if you look at interviews with Marcus McFeely and Kevin Feige, yeah, they've I all saw talked those, about, man. Those were so good. They're brilliant. And they yeah. talk about the fact that when Marvel makes these movies, obviously they're aware of what's coming next, but the directors and screenwriters for each individual film are apparently, so they say, uh, constantly told to only focus on that film right. and they obviously are worried like well okay but what if I kill off spoiler alert what if yeah. I kill off Killmonger yeah. that would you know interfere with Black Panther 2 right or like it would it would affect Correct. other things or yeah or no it, like so, if you kill off like a main character what, from yeah, Black Panther it'll anything, affect Avengers right so yeah. my my film has, has an impact on other movies how much should I care and apparently the short answer constantly and consistently from Feige is it doesn't matter to me Make your movie Make great. Make the best movie. Make yeah. the best movie you can. We'll figure it out. Star Wars, on the other hand, 
40 years worth of experience while the prequels are hit or miss with a bunch of things the tv shows consistently floor me yeah. they they just destroy me in you the best way are, possible because yeah. i feel like i can see somebody whose name is Filoni yeah. um pulling the strings in a way which i can tell he knew what he was doing he's a showrunner from he's a classic from showrunner, the very yeah. first episode right yeah. and so those are executed so brilliantly because they're in a smaller contained environment where i feel like there's just fewer hands involved maybe than yeah. the movies i don't know for sure but i would imagine so there's less pressure yeah, not less stakes a, yeah less pressure less eyeballs definitely for sure yeah um and so all this stuff so, i mean would it be better i don't yeah maybe but i feel like the the one thing that i my thesis for that episode was that i'm confident that these standalone films will in their own right be a saga unto themselves it looks like they will i mean it's the between episode 3 and 4 saga <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so i feel yeah. like um even though solo i agree didn't land quite as well as it could have i did really enjoy it and i you feel like it it's going Lando? to sorry go ahead sorry i had to do it next i feel like it's going to pay off much more um down the line when you see it in perspective of all the other films coming together yeah. because i did enjoy it more the second time around once yeah, i knew what i was, was getting great. into yeah. and i feel like when you see it from an even wider scope bigger picture when yeah, the other movies yeah. come out i feel like it'll i i i trust <coughs> the star wars story group too much to yeah. you to guys uh, you guys missed a, uh, a a franchise that is coming up from the star wars thing which was like you guys were talking about all the other like you know different kind of uh, iterations of what star wars is doing in the future uh there's john favreau's live action series also which is going right. to be uh, coming out and uh, man john favreau i don't know is we've not seen him work in a large context like this i mean iron man and my two but uh, not as a jungle show like no 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 i'm saying not as a as a like a like an uh, like a sure. 22 episode or a 10 episode or whatever it is like right. a netflix kind of thing yeah, so yeah. so that will be interesting that as well to fun. see yeah oh cool man all right so there we go uh, just to answer the question of spiderman <laughs> yeah um you're right man actually just no i mean like even though we've seen so, what now three trilogies of spiderman mm-hmm. uh and we're getting a new one mm-hmm. i guess because yeah. this is this looks excellent sure. uh the animation looks excellent i hope the story is good and it looks fresh because they're taking completely different perspective mm-hmm. with you know miles mm-hmm. and you know spider gwen and yep. there's hopefully more than just the three of them and also i love it that jake johnson is peter parker i love jake johnson he's from new girl which just ended and i'm very upset because i would i would, I I would agree if i could remember which one he was of he's all his many doppel- no he has too many doppelgangers what jake johnson looks like so many people He's like the He looks like and I can't remember all their names that's You know I like he kind of looks like Oscar Isaac He, he kind of looks he's like He's like the poor man's Oscar Isaac kind of looks like sounds like, like Charlie scruffy, Day Yeah I look yeah yeah he kind of looks like a scruffy Ben Schwartz he kind of looks no. like Hector Navarro He kind of yeah. looks he looks like they, that <laughs> But you know what I like Jake Johnson he's he's quite original man he, he's quite a good writer also and he's 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 quite funny and I like him I that, just I just wish he had an Parker. original face that's it He's going to be Peter Parker That's fine He's great I he's going to be great Sure Cool. Yeah. I just can't I don't know who he is. He's great. Okay. Yeah, you know you've not straight. watched New Girl, right? I've not watched New Girl. Yeah, that's why. No, New but I, awesome. I'm I'm sure I've seen him. I know I've seen him. He Okay, you've seen him in The Mummy. Which one? The one with Tom Cruise. I haven't seen The oh, Mummy shit. with Tom Cruise. Why would I see The oh, Mummy with Tom gosh. Cruise? Oh gosh. Oh man. If um, we didn't do a review for that movie, then I did not see that movie. We did a review. Did we? And I definitely I, said I, exactly. I definitely <laughs> said, I, "Guys, I don't want to see this movie." <laughs> okay, so he's in that. He's Peter Parker. I think it's going to be good. Um it looks great. The animation looks excellent. It's going to be it's going to be whack. Um as in a in a good way. Uh All right. <laughs> let's take a, a a last short break, come back and uh, finish up our thoughts.
All right, we're back. We're talking about sequels and stuff like that. Um, here's the thing: mm-hmm. video game movies will never be good. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> because I just saw two. Okay, I saw two movies which were terrible back to back. One was a video game movie, which was Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. I saw it. The Vikander one. Yes, she's bad. <laughs> she's bad, man. Like she's not. A you good rarely actress. say that. That that takes something. I don't think she's a good actor. I mean, I don't know. I think she may be a good actress because she's excellent ex machina. But uh, funny, <laughs> she was excellent as a robot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but she performed as one I in mean, Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't good. It was. Have you seen Premium Rush, the what? Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie no, about cycling no. by David Coop? It was not even as good as that, and that was an average movie. Oh and God. but it had some moments of. Is felt that like is that your rush. scale? Is that your barometer? No, it felt there were a few scenes that remind me of Premium Rush, but it was okay. not as good. Uh, it's a bad movie. Have you played the game, the reboot of uh, Tomb Raider? No, I've not, but I've heard Excellent. good things. Super, yeah, yeah. right? Really good. And now the third part, the trilogy, yeah. is going to be complete now when Shadow of the Tomb Raider comes out. Uh, terrible movie. Uh, game is excellent. Just one thing. Mm-hmm. Second thing is sequel to a movie that I did enjoy, which was Pacific Rim. I saw oh, yeah. Pacific Rim Uprising with and? our boy John Boyega. And? And John Boyega is excellent. Sure. He's an excellent actor and he's so charming and he's uh-huh. he's great. And he can be great in a terrible film is what I realized. Same. I said that's those are my sentiments exactly for Jurassic World 2. Yeah, he's like Chris Pratt in this. Yeah, yeah he, he's so good in it as in in the sense that he's playing a character which is like cocky. He's, he's playing a character he knows he can do well. He nailed it. He like nailed it. But everybody else, yep. I mean, the yep. whole movie otherwise, yep. just nonsense. Okay, so I want to ask you this. Yes. Is there a genre that doesn't succumb to the sequelitis as badly as action movies and um, comic book movies, sci-fi? I don't know. See, I feel like uh, comedies for action. one. <laughs> what? Like the Equalizer and the Equalizer Two, which is coming out now. Beverly Hills Cop Three was the best. Of Taken the, One, I mean, Two, and Three. No, so, no. So that's what, what I'm getting at is, suffer. I think it does so. Suffer. Action movies, comic book movies, science fiction. These are three and horror. These are four genres that constantly do sequels. Yeah. They're infamous for sequels, and oftentimes the sequels, I think, have a the ratio of success to failure is. Not flat. I'd say video games do a good job of sequels. That's a good point. Yes, they tend to get better. They mu- they get much they better do tend to because get better. graphics get better by definition, and sure. you know, and like stories get more enriched and things like that. And you can you can you can tweak engine uh, details. Yeah, as in yeah. like I you mean, can... gra- graphics getting better won't make or break the game. But I it's agree. More, it's I more agree. No, the but gameplay, stories have, gameplay I mean, engines. Yeah, you know, glitches in terms of like the kind of stuff that would make people get bored, the kind of repetitive nature of certain yeah. things you can. No, those are imp- yeah, those are improved. Those are I've improved. Seen. So like like okay, Assassin's Creed One. Yeah. To Assassin's Creed Three because that's when I ended. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed One. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed Three have like six games in between them, five or six okay, games. Okay, it's Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Two, then Brotherhood, then Revelations. Assassin's Creed Three is uh, the one set in America. Oh, so that was it. It's only four. Five. There are Five games. Well, however many you said. Yes. They have a bunch. Uh, <laughs> Ask Creed 1. Yeah. I got pretty damn bored halfway through because, because it becomes repetitive. Once when you did figure you, out... Did you play it after Assassin's Creed 2 came out? No. Uh, did I? That's the important thing. No, but if, I didn't play when, Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed... Oh, you've not played Assassin's Creed 2? I mean, I played them in auto. So... Oh, well, yeah, like, but... I, it was but still the first you, game I played. Yeah, but did you play it when it just released? No. Ah, so, so because when Assassin's Creed released and it, this game came out, huh. it was revolutionary. Like it in was. the sense that it was a great like yeah. RPG game. But even when I, I played it like two, three years after it came out, so I still had no barometer of how good or bad it was. So oh, it was okay. great. Okay, fair enough. But what I'm getting at is that that game had a very limited 
range of things you can do. Okay. And so after you've gone 50% of the way through and you've figured out that range is now stopped, yeah. and you're just like, okay, so now all that's going to happen is you're going to put me in a different city. Correct. But I'll still do the same stuff. Yes. So But cool. that's when learning ends in the game, right? Exactly. And then you have to that, just execute. Exactly. And yeah. so in a good story or in any good work of art, really, yeah. you should be engaged with it the whole way through, yeah. like a good movie. Otherwise, a bad movie is predictable. A bad movie, you know what the ending's going to be. Correct. There's no Correct. twist. There's yeah. no like care for the character. Like the movie Assassin's Creed. Like the movie Assassin's Creed. Oh my Creed. God, I just realized. What? Fassbender's in Assassin's Creed. Yes. And Vikander's in Tomb Raider. And both of them are terrible. It's like both of them were like drunk one day mm. and they were just like, hey, let's do a video game movie each. <laughs> <laughs> They're married Sorry Was that not Oh yeah, yeah yeah Oh really Yeah When did that happen uh, Like two years ago Oh Yeah Oh was that Oh that was not clear Sorry I was gonna wish them Congratulations Alicia Vikander And uh, Fassbender are married I'll send them a Something I'll send them a Present Okay Wedding gift So yeah So video so, games <clears throat> I think uh, But yeah, you're right. I mean There are bad sequels also Of course there yeah. are There always will be But that's yeah. not But the point is that um, But the last of us I can't is, think yeah. I can't think of At least a, a film Or a TV genre That tends to remain steadfast and being like, no, we, we do the thing. Like, diff- totally different form of art-ish. Mm-hmm. What about rom-coms? Plays. Okay, plays. Plays don't have sequels. And when they do, it's like a complete, like, joke. Or it's like the Disneyland edition of Aladdin where we, like, play, give you the whole story in 20 minutes and we do it eight days a, eight times a day, which is a very bizarre uh, d- plays concept. Plays don't have sequels. Plays don't have sequels. That is no. <laughs> I mean, yes, there are one yeah, or two. Yeah. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, trying, you know what I mean. Yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> but I can't think of I can't think of um, any yeah any form of film or TV that is able to say no to that temptation. Yeah, which no, is kind of strange because uh, a play is something that you know you work on for like four or five months and only like. 200, 300 people get to watch it at one time. And so it's never going to achieve the scale of what a movie can reach in terms of distribution. Maybe mm, that's why they feel like doing a new... If they, Even if you make Hamilton. a sequel... I mean... Yeah, but okay, Hamilton if, is one, If right? there ever would be a movie, Hamilton, but, Rent, but, Cats... I yeah, mean, there's, but there's I'm a saying... Lot now, them. my point is that you and I both will talk about Hamilton until we die, but we've still not seen the damn play. Right. And now if they do Hamilton 2... Yeah. It's like, <laughs> for example, okay, you're still only catering to the people, the people who got to see Hamilton. Why? Sure. So that's why the plays will never do it. Unless you count Agatha Christie's plays, which is a Ooh. sequel because there's Poirot and all of that. Oh, wait, here's a theory for yeah. you. I, I get what you mean and I agree with it. Do yeah. you think that's because you can only fit a very small, finite number of people into the theater? Yes, that's what I just play. said. Exactly. No, but so like... The fact that you can do multiple productions of Hamilton simultaneously, right? You can have different... There are three going on, right? You can have 300 if you wanted to. And they they do that for various other things. But it's going to take a damn long time for those... For people to have... For enough people to have seen it to then say, Okay, enough people have seen it. We can now do Do the sequel. sequel, Correct. Right? So it's (laughs) just going to take ages. Because, like, why hasn't there been... I mean, he's dead. But why hasn't there been a, a Romeo and Juliet sequel? Uh, They're also dead. So I mean, uh, I don't know a Romeo gonna... and Juliet sequel. <laughs> because they've done the Romeo and Juliet movie like Will it be a bunch of times. <laughs> like, really, nobody is alive. Exactly. Like a Hamlet sequel. There's nobody alive at the end of the play. Right. Spoilers, guys. <laughs> but it's like about twelve hundred years in the making. He, he committed. He committed to a finite story. Arc. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm done. He, he's like the Uncle Ben of death. He's like these people stay dead in these in this universe. Oh my oh god. My. Uh, but you know what? Doesn't Macbeth have ghosts? Yeah, it's Hamlet has ghosts. Oh, Hamlet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Hamlet has his father. His father Hamlet. He his father. <laughs> his father's also Hamlet. That's what it is. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, there you go. But then wait, isn't a baby Hamlet what a, a Hamlet? Well, if just to answer your question, Hamlet does have a sequel. 
in the fact that it's Romeo and Juliet and that's Lion King 1 and 2. <laughs> yeah, Lion King 1 is Hamlet and Lion King 2 is Romeo and Juliet. What's Lion King 1 and a half? Some... That's a Timon and Pumbaa story. <laughs> no, no, no. There is what Shakespeare plays it based on? No, no, no. It is, it's not Timon and Pumbaa. I've seen it and I can't remember it's what a, Scars... It's a, uh... No, no, no. It's, it's one and a half is a Timon and Pumbaa story. So then it's two Scars? Two is the one about Scars kid. Okay, right. Yeah. And that's Why? Romeo and Juliet because Scar's kid Simba. falls in love with uh, Simba's kid. <laughs> What's Simba's kid's name? Uh, Kara, k- k- something with K, I want to say. It's with a K. It's with a K. I, I like I like that the lions had grammar and spelling. No, it's uh, Simba. Anyway. I'm going to Google Simba's kids right now. My, my And we're going to come up with some play school or the other. I know it. I'm okay. losing F's Children is by Kiara. Kiara. That rings a bell. I told you it's with a K. And uh, scars, kids. I, I've I've run out of F's. Is something okay. is something. There are else. no F's left. So yeah. Anywho, that's is 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 that about it? Do you have any? Have uh, you no, learned? It. Have you learned something today? I have learned that I think we're ready to take on the the sequels for a little longer. I think uh, we're still in the golden age. I think oh. we're still going to see better and better and more intricate storylines, and I think people will still be able to cope with them. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that will make it far more interesting because where and to end this episode, this is, this is my thought. I think that where other movies have, you know, not been brave enough to tread that ground because they just didn't believe in the audience, and maybe the audience was ready. I think we're ready now to see like the most ambitious version of it, and we may be seeing it already in an Infinity War, mm-hmm. and Infinity War the sequel or whatever it is, but. Uh, I think, yeah, I think we're ready for bigger and more ambitious kind of things. Cool. But I'd like to see more universes. Like more, you would like to see more universes. Yeah, because like I'd like to see more original IPs for sure, goes without sure. saying. Because, you know, Star Wars, may, we need a, I think we might need a break after the last episode, which we mm-hmm. won't get. And yeah, that's going to lead us into chaos. Yep. <laughs> and uh, similarly for, for um, you know, Jurassic World and other franchises like this, which we loved growing up. Yeah. And now we're absolutely done with. Yep. Uh, I think we need to see more But I think we if people do it like the Marvel Universe I think we are ready for that I, as well. I have a strong feeling we are going to be Infinity POWs in this war <laughs> We're just going to There will be there'll be few of us Not few of us, there will be a significant number But there will be um, factions formed after this movie Which is yeah. Which I'm, I'm just bracing There's for There's no way you can end it. it Because this ending is such a good ending You yeah. can't top it man. Yeah. You can't top this ending You have to give a conclusion We might have just watched The Empire of... Uh, Correct. The MCU. That's the, the, that's might, what they that might well be. likened it to. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Cool, great. Oy vey. Awesome. Uh, all right, let us know what you think about sequels. We've done an in-depth discussion for this year. <laughs> uh, let us know what you think. Uh, what other original IPs from this year do you think we should watch? Uh, and what do you think uh, of sequels in general? Let us know. You can email us at contactgeekfruit.gmail.com. You can write in to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at geekfruithq is our handle. And uh, yeah. See you later in the sequel, you nerds. Know,